0: Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Mage Wars Mondays. Now this is August 11th, and it happens to be my birthday. So um, this is a very special episode for me, and it's also the week of Gen Con. I am incredibly excited for this week. I know the guys at Arcane Wonders um, have a lot of really cool stuff planned. they got Sheriff of Nottingham coming out. Um, but my name is Rick, and I of course am joined by my partners as always...
1: Hey everybody, this is Scott Morris. I'm Vice President of, of Business Development at Arcane Wonders, and I have sick rhino hides in my brand new i <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I am, I am Aaron, Brosman, Aaron Brosman, Creative Director at Arcane Wonders, and what I really need is that guy's prosthetic leg. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rocket raccoon.
2: There
1: we go. Well done. <laughs> and we have a uh, we have a guest today.
0: Absolutely. All
3: right. This is Brian Pope. I'm the designer of Mage Wars, and really appreciate the opportunity to come and talk to everyone today.
0: We've definitely looked forward to having you on. When Scott kind of announced this last episode, uh, I've been really looking forward to kind of picking your brain a little bit, Brian. As you know, we're all huge fans of your game, and um, it it it's just awesome that you've taken the time to uh, come talk to us, man. So thank
3: you. Oh. No problem, anytime. I really appreciate the invite. I'm, I'm excited about being on the show, and I'm, I'm excited that we have our fans watching the show, and, and hopefully I, we can I can answer some questions that might shed some light on some things, and just really appreciate all the momentum and all the support we've gotten.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, before we really get into the questions, you guys, do you guys have anything you want to talk about the next week coming up with Gen Con, or do we want to just jump right into Brian?
1: <laughs> do we have anything going on at Gen Con? Yeah, <laughs> we have a Is ton it, going on. It, well, it's, it's just such a small, 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 small convention, um, convention that I think, that I think we'll, we'll just, we'll just yeah. kind of able to show up and, show up wing, and wing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's huge. Uh, let's see, where do I start? Um, the very beginning would probably be the release of Sheriff of Nottingham, as most people know. Uh, that's not Mage Wars game, but it's our first in the Dice Tower Essentials line. Uh, we already have a tremendous amount of pre-orders for pickup at Gen Con already set up. We're going to have more units for people to purchase when they're there at the show if they uh, haven't been able to secure one of the pre-orders yet. Uh, and we have promos for that, which we announced this week. Uh also have uh brand new, uh, obviously, uh, just recently released Forged in Fire for Mage Wars is going to be there. We have a Gen Con tournament for Mage Wars, uh, which Forged and Fire is legal to play in. Uh, and the winner of that is going to get an iPad Mini, which is really exciting. Very cool. Um, we have Play the... Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> uh, it works out very well because in a few short months, we're also releasing the Mage Wars Builder and Status Tracker app. So you'll have a, a nice brand new iPad Mini to be able to use that on. Um, we have the Play the Apprentice tournaments that are going to be going on all day long, Um, so you'll be able to demo the game and check the game out. We have a world-famous cosplayer. We have Tony Darling who's going to be at our our booth on on Saturday between 2 p.m. and 6 p.m., and we have a really cool contest with her. you have to do is come by our booth, and if you're in cosplay, you can get your picture taken with her. Uh, As we all know, cosplayers have grown massively inside over the last couple of years. Uh, I think it was you know, last week I saw a thing that said it was like one in every four people that go to Gen Con are, are in cosplay of some type. Uh, so if you get your picture taken with Tony in our booth, you have the opportunity to be entered into contests where you could win literally one of everything from the Mage Wars line, which is really cool and really exciting. That's, that's uh, and really then epic. we... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's really for showing up and getting your picture taken and winning over $200 and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's very exciting. Um, but just an absolute, we're going to have promos for Mage Wars. We're giving away. Um, we have, um, new t-shirts for Mage Wars, new t-shirts for Sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, just absolute ton of excitement and a ton of adventure. Um, uh, we just recently announced a uh, partnership with Meeple Monthly. Uh, that go to their booth and we're going to have a promo card that you can pick up for Mage Wars at their booth uh, called the Ring of Healing. Uh, which basically lets you, whenever you heal something, you get to add one to that healing, which is really kind of useful if you're a healing-type mage. So quite a bit going on, quite a lot of stuff to get your hands on, um, you know, between promo cards, new games, contests, tournaments, and the whole nine yards. So, uh, But as Aaron said, we'll just wing it, so it'll be (laughs) fine.
0: (laughs) Now, Scott, really quick, um, what is the Arcane Wonders booth number so everybody can come by and check all that stuff out?
1: 743. We are uh, towards the uh, corner near the artist side, uh, and it's a great location. It's right when you, you walk in the, the main entrance on the side of the main hall there, on the main hall, so main hallway. So we're, we're in a really good location. We have a big 20 by 20 booth. We're going to have a giant blue uh, artist banner hanging from the ceiling, so you should be able to see that from wherever you are in the arena. And uh, it should be pretty fun. So hopefully people can take a second, come by, stop, say hi. And uh, see
0: what Awesome. Um, I will be there as well. I think we're going to try to do a little bit of coverage on the actual tournament itself. And so if you see me around, uh, feel free to stop by, say hi, let's take pictures. And I'd love to meet everybody I can. So um, yeah, this is going to be great. So uh, Brian, uh, Aaron, awesome. do you guys Thank have anything you. to add on to Gen Con?
3: No, uh, not really. I think Scott pretty well covered it. Very excited about it. We're super busy. The schedule he just sent out about 15 minutes ago has every spare minute of time blocked. It even tells us when we go to the bathroom <laughs> and when we eat. So thank you, Scott. Yeah. Well, those you. are well, just God. suggestions.
2: You could you go could to the go bathroom go, yes. in the, time, <laughs> the you're time, time, time you're scheduled to eat.
0: Scheduled
2: I mean, eat. I mean, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But no, but no, Gen, Gen Con's always, always super crazy, super crazy for us, for us and, and if anything, anybody really wants to see me, um, I'll be one of the guys who's at the booth uh, most of the time, and if I'm not at the booth, then I'm probably, you know, hanging out with, uh, uh, ugh, brain dying. <laughs>
1: I'm probably hanging out with him, <laughs> doing, doing, the, doing the, the coverage.
0: Oh, man. The, uh, I was like, uh, wait, is he the, forgetting the my so. name? Oh, no.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, he called you by your nickname, Brain Dying. He yeah, goes, oh, I'll be hanging out with
0: Brain
2: Dying. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we
3: shirt that. <laughs> I yeah.
1: That's perfect. That's perfect. I think
2: that I think also, also sums, sums up, exactly up exactly how much work, work we've, been we've been doing, doing to doing get ready for Gen Con next week, and the fact that I cannot remember the name of the person who just said his name 10 minutes ago.
3: Yeah. Not 10 <laughs> minutes ago, like three minutes ago. I'm I'm pleased to meet you, Oh, thank you. That was going to be a problem
1: later. Oh, that's awesome.
0: All right, Brian. Well, we've got a couple of questions from you that we kind of all put our heads and thought of, and also pulling back from our mailbag episode that a lot of the Mage Wars fans wanted to know and kind of pick your brain. So um, let's just oh, jump. Cool. Let's just jump right into this here. Um, what mage or mages are you looking, mo- or rather, are you most looking forward to bringing to the game?
3: Wow. Well, we have we have a ton planned over the like the the five to six years that we were playtesting Mage Wars. We developed dozens of mages, and some of them would only stay in play for a few weeks. They're like, eh, not very interesting. And others we played with the entire time. Like the Force Master was there the whole time uh, because everyone just. That was one of our favorites but um anyways probably the number one mage would be the illusionist i'm very excited about this mage it's an entirely different play style It's all about deception uh the illusionist comes with a bunch of uh, of markers and anytime she conjures a uh, creature or conjuration she puts a marker on it it either says on the marker real or strong illusion or weak illusion but those are face down the other player doesn't get to know what they are and so you never know what she's doing is did she actually just create an illusion or is that a real creature or what and uh like the weak illusions they can move around the board like these creatures and they look like real thing they actually can't make any attacks you can quickly figure out that they're not real and if they get hit or targeted or attacked in any way then they just pop they just disappear you flip the marker over and say ah, it wasn't real in the first place and and the illusionist gets most of their mana back on that and then the strong illusions can they can move and act and attack just like a real creature. So you pay all the penalties that you would if that thing was real unless you want to take the time to disbelieve it or dispel it. So you can actually use a full action to attempt a disbelief, or you can go ahead and, like, cast a spell that would disband the illusion and uh, or use, like, a true sight ability from, like, a, a legendary uh, paladin will put in the game that has, like, true sight, and he'll be able to actually see through illusions and stuff. So it's going to be very interesting, and sometimes the creatures are real. You might waste time, like, I'm going to disbelieve that dragon. It can't be real. There's no way he has that kind of mana. And then you disbelieve it, and then I flip the marker over and say, actually, that one was real. And you just wasted <laughs> your turn, and you, your only chance to get away. So we're excited about that. And uh, we have a shaman coming and, and a sorcerer that I'm really excited about, too, and a vampire down the road. All right. So those will all be fun.
0: Well, that's great, and those are all uh, brand spanking new as far as as uh, as far as my knowledge goes. Have you guys mentioned those at all uh, to date?
3: we probably mentioned the Shaman at once or twice, or the Sorcerer. The Vampire is just an old character we had from a long time ago that I'm dying to put out. You ask, like, which ones would mm-hmm. I look forward to. I don't know how soon he'll make it. He needs more work, but um, I'm kind of excited about that. they just got a cool flavor and feel to him. But uh, the shaman's pretty neat. He'll uh, be kind of a nature school character, of course, and he'll have a mild amount of power within the water and air school, so he can do some things with the elements like storms and okay. uh, rain and you know thunder and things like that. He'll also uh, be able to put up these uh, conjurations that are uh, totem poles, and he'll be able to set them up in a, in a zone, and they will be amazingly powerful. They'll just do these great things. We had a couple that had these crazy names, uh, Wakamakunga <laughs> and <laughs> <Okay>. uh, Teramazuki. <laughs> Just is horrible names, I know. We can, we can fix that, okay? But we were just having fun. <laughs> Anyways, his totem poles do these, these great things. Like one of them just would be able to do like a lightning bolt across the entire arena, and it would just be like a guardian totem. And it got stronger the closer you got to the totem pole, so you just kind of keep your distance from that thing. And also he had like some powers with um, uh, the metaphysical plane. He could take an animal and convert it into an animal spirit guide, and so he summons it, and it gains a metaphysical trait and uh, it becomes incorporeal, and uh, and it gains certain powers, too. So just a lot of interesting things. Uh, and I should have probably said this up front. It's American Indian, uh, Native American Indian style, channel. Okay. So.
0: Well, that's great, man. That's so, that so exciting. Her.
3: Yeah, and the cool thing about
1: everything you just said is me, personally, have not been able to play test or see any of that stuff. So what to should tell everybody is there is quite a bit ahead in the future of Mage Wars because we've been talking on this show about, you know, Paladin versus Siren and Forge and Fire stuff that just came out. And Brian just rattled off like three or four new mages that, you know, we haven't really talked in any kind of great depth about. So there's quite a bit of future coming, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, if anybody who's listening to this is a big fan of Mage Wars like myself, they're just freaking out right now because that's what I'm doing. (laughs) I can't
1: can't contain (laughs) (laughs) myself.
2: Last time we had a spoiler of a card that would be in a OP kit, and that was a big deal. And now Brian's like, well, we'll just talk about, like, four mages. um,
3: I'm sorry. No, no, no. It didn't even hit on my favorite (laughs) favorite
2: one, so so that'll be a surprise later. Okay.
3: Well, our our sorcerer is is an arcane and black um, dark um, school uh, uh mage and a little mixture of both and he deals a lot with other planes of existence so he'll be able to bring in gins and very powerful creatures from other planes to our plane he'll be a little bit more of a teleport master um he'll have uh, dark portals he'll be able to send things to, to the void and bring things back from the void and he's a very cool character too that So anyways i just wanted to give a little bit of splash on him too as well but those three are the ones i'm most excited about
0: yeah, sounds sounds absolutely epic man that's great um, okay so talking a little bit more about your design process in mage wars what what are the games movies music TV shows anything like that is there anything that kind of stuck out and helped inspire you to think of Mage wars
3: uh well I was always you know a big fantasy fan of course and um, an avid reader when I was younger um, Conan is a huge favorite. I used to read all the Savage Sword of Conan's. Um, yeah, I'm that old. Back when those came out, like issue number one was out when I was young. So um, yeah, I used to read those uh, from Marvel comics and then eventually read all the Robert Howard stories. And uh, that was a big inspiration. Uh, I liked Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, uh, you know, Force Lord of the Rings and uh, just about every movie out there. I, one movie in particular had some strong influence. That was Mark Singer's uh, Beastmaster. So um, anyways, yeah, it was um, a lot, a lot of stuff like that. So in Mage Wars, I try to put lots of pieces into it to capture the flavor and feel of common fantasy. We wanted it to um, be immediately um, intuitive and approachable so you jump into the game and no we didn't spend a lot of time making dwarves dramatically different from other dwarves because we want people to be able to step into the game and immediately know what a dwarf is and an elf is and have a feel about them so mm-hmm. we take that feel and we capture it and we, we build on it and try to make it a great experience like you're actually right there in the arena um, so we, we really try to build off of lots of common fantasy
1: awesome
0: um what what is scott aaron uh scott and aaron uh, just to kind of add on to the conversation a little bit um is there anything that you can take away from playing mage wars that you can think like oh this reminds me of xxx in my past type thing that i I should have phrased that a little bit better (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i fill in the blank
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I you know, this one, before I was working with the company, I was a fan of the game, and uh, I fell in love with it. Uh, I remember the, the very first time I had ever heard about the game was the very first time I'd actually met Brian. And I met him through a circle of friends, and uh, him and his team were telling myself and a friend of mine who I used to play Magic uh, and do pro tours with, uh, about the game. And we sat there and we were like, there's no way it's going to work. Like, this whole idea is, just, there's no, there's no way you're going to have trickery. There's no way you're going to have traps. It's just not going to work. And then the next morning we went down to the demo hall at Gen and it was like 10 a.m. And we were the first people there and we're demoing it. And we played, uh, for about an hour. Uh, we played the apprentice mode and I beat my friend and we sat there and he's like, that's where I lost. Like right there, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. When you moved your unicorn over, that's where you lost. And he's like, "Yeah, we're playing a." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right," and we like <laughs> it again, and we immediately played it again. And he was like, "Dude, I haven't been this excited in a while." I was like, it, it was something that it really struck a chord with us as as former card players, and ironically, both of us were former forty K players as well. Um, so it, it kind of scratched that itch on both services. But the thing that, that struck me originally was I remember looking at the artwork and it, it reminded me of the, the fantasy art that I, I love it, you know, versatile type stuff, the things that you looked at and you went, wow, like every picture has a story, you know, every, from, from the simplest enchantments, right? Like most everybody I know runs with bear strength in, in a book some or another, a simple picture of this thing like growing and gaining. This, and, like you can immediately look at that picture and start to think like, there's a story behind there. So uh, that was one of the first things about Mage Wars that kind of captured my imagination about there's so much more to this than just a card game. And and that really kind of took me back to my early days. So
0: oh, that's awesome, man. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that because the first time I was introduced to Mage Wars was through Crits Happen. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, What about you, Aaron?
1: Those guys are... (laughs) Well, uh, I guess my story's story's a little different. different. (laughs) Uh, Uh, When when
2: I first started playing, um, actually it was John, who also works at Arcane Wonders, who got got us signed up to be playtesters, and he goes, we're going to try this game out, we're going to see what you think, and then we're going to see how it goes. And I remember reading through the original playtest rules, which... Uh, we actually stumbled across the other day, and we're like, "Wow, this is a piece of nostalgia." Um, but I remember reading the original playtest rules, and I'm reading it over, and I'm like, "I'm not sure how I feel about this," but I think there's something here. And we actually played it, and I'm like, "No, there's definitely something here." In um, the very first game I played uh, in our very first playtest, I was playing as a warlock, um, and uh, it took us forever to finish our game. I remember when we told Brian how long our playtest matches were going, he seriously... You could hear the quizzical oh. look across the phone. Because <laughs> like, we, like, we were like, yeah, the yeah, game the only game took, took us like four, like four four hours. hours. And he goes, and he goes what? <laughs> and I'm like, well, we're we're thinking about everything a lot. And he goes, no, he goes well, well, how much? <laughs> but no that, no, that that improved a uh, That improved, that a, improved, improved lot, a lot, but... but... Oddly, Oddly enough, enough, the the best memory from starting Mage Wars I have is the fact that um, we're sitting there, we're talking about all the different mages and what we're going to do uh, for our next playtest games, and then I'm like, oh man, I totally want to do the Beastmaster, I always love nature-y stuff. And then John made some reference to the movie, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? And he goes, you seriously haven't seen Beastmaster? <laughs> and so, so because of Mage because Wars, I watched Beastmaster. Beastmaster which was great. That movie was awesome. Um, and all it showed me was that we're, we're missing what um, we're missing a bird and we're missing another ferret mm-hmm. so that you can have all the stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. but, but no, it was, it was great. So it's, and, and in the in the aspect that like Scott, uh, it reminded him of stuff he'd done before. This was one of those things that, you know, it's like, it's easy to miss kind of classic stuff like like the original Conan movies. I mean, uh-huh. I I didn't read the books, but I remember the first couple times I watched, you know, Conan or Conan the Destroyer, like, that's just a fun movie. And watching Beastmaster was the same way. So it's always great when a good game experience leads to, you know, other memories, which is exactly what this did. So that's that's
0: my story. That's awesome, man. Okay, uh, Brian, back to you. What are some of your favorite games other than Mage Wars?
3: Huh? Well, that's a good question. I'm really picky. Like every time I open a game, since I was ten years old, I immediately want to change the game. Like immediately start thinking, "Well, this could be better," and here's what we could do to it. So I'm 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 very choosy that way. This is not a selfish comment, I swear that to you, but one of my favorite games to play now is is Sheriff of Nottingham. I'm being totally honest about that. I really love that game. It's so much fun. So if I'm going to have a casual evening and I want some laughs and and just, you know, uh, some maybe, you know, bribery and screaming at each other Mm -hmm. and maybe some guys getting mad and other ones just laughing their heads off, I just, that's what I want to play. So that's one. But um now to not be so selfish, um, Empire Builder, the old uh, train building game with the crayons on the you know on the board and actually mark uh, your train tracks. I just love that game. Uh, I
1: remember like, that game, yeah.
3: Axis and Allies. Uh, I love all the different versions of Axis and Allies, but in particular that one that came out a while back where they have got so many ones that fixed everything, but they they came out with one in particular. Gosh, I can't remember the the, the, the exact name of it, but it's the one that fixed all the problems in the past uh raw uh raw from uh reiner kinesia is it kinesia is that how you pronounce that reiner uh, Kinesia? i think
1: it's kinesia
3: kinesia thank you wow you're All right, right. <laughs> um, cargo noir have you guys ever played cargo noir
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah.
3: i love that game uh agricola and uh, Stone Age, I guess. And Wings of Glory. You guys ever played the Wings of Glory series with the little plastic airplanes? Yeah, that's a good game. We We've got do yeah. Sails of Glory out now, too. I think that's a great game. Just, I love that.
2: I had a friend just raving about how amazing Sails of Glory was. Like, he was explaining all the different things. He's like, no, this game's incredible. And I'm like, okay, I'll have to try it. But that sounds like a little too much. <laughs> but it sounds awesome.
3: The sales of glory looks good. I haven't actually haven't played it yet. I just bought it. It just came in and I've had it set up and I've got the little ships on the map and I'm, I'm anxious to read the rules and get started. So, so that's about it. And, and yes, all of them, I, I've got notes down. I'd like to, to make a couple small adjustments to each one of those.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so along that same line, do you have any designers that you look up to or that you, uh, you know, appreciate you, you mentioned Robin, uh, a bit
3: right reiner reiner knizia right yeah, um, sorry that's actually my my top favorite designer he's a he's a, a mathematician and i really admire his games for the math in them they're very well balanced very well thought through that way and some of the the formulas that go into creating his games are actually rather complex algorithms and it's very impressive how he balances his games with that um i believe that a a good game uh, is balanced by the math and it needs to have good formulas behind it. And uh, like with Mage Wars, we've had to hire mathematicians to help us with the, the math because it's so complex. And um, anyways, I'm just always I'm really impressed with that. And I think that's what helps can make a good game. Like if the math is done right, the game will be Could be very elegant and play very smoothly and things just seem to work right and fall into place right and the the growth curves whether they're exponential or flat or whatever they all just seem to feel right and that's all because of good math that could be a hidden aspect that the player never knows anything about but the game just works right it's because the math was right behind the game
0: that makes a lot of sense actually
3: every time i play a game i start thinking about well what's the math behind that like why did they have a ratio of six to four on that or, um, you know, wh- how come it takes this long to get this many resources? Is that the best plan? Like how's the growth curve of our resources going? Is that, you know, is it is it going too fast? Is there a way for another player to catch up? So I'm thinking about all that stuff and I just really admire games that are well done that way. So um, Reiner Canizio seems like he's really, really done well with all of his games.
0: Great. Perfect. Um, an- another question, another Semi-related, uh, but definitely to Mage Wars and to you, I guess, Brian, as a designer. But uh, what did you do before Mage Wars?
3: Are you meaning like job-wise or game design-wise?
0: Um, maybe both. I think I think uh, people would be interested in either one.
3: Oh, huh. okay. Well, job-wise, um, I still have the same job, although it's become part-time. But about uh, 30 years ago, I started a company called Super Clean, and it's a cleaning business. So, yes, I am a toilet cleaner. That's my actual full-time <laughs> profession. <laughs> anyways, so, um, anyways, I built that into a pretty nice size company. We, we're, it's actually pretty big. We've got uh, – we're all across the United States, and we do a few uh, – some work in a few other countries, too. We have, like, 750 contractors, and um, based in Dallas, Texas, we got a few operations other places, and we do a lot of retail work. So I built that up into a good-sized company, but the whole time I was doing it, I was – um, reading comic books and playing games and designing games and just really wanted to do the game thing if at all possible. But Mage Wars, I mean, uh, Super Clean finally got to the point where it was big enough and could stand on its own that I could take time off then to actually publish a game. So um, so that's when I started doing Mage Wars. So I still i am involved in Super Clean, but to a very small degree. Um, I've got an excellent CFO and president over there, and they do a great job in, of, of running the company, and so I don't have to be as involved, and I can I can spend uh, like 90% of my time with Arcane Wonders and Mage Wars. Oh,
0: that's
1: awesome.
3: So, hey, sorry, was, go ahead. Oh, oh, nothing. I was just going to go on to this, the next uh, question on that is about uh, what other games... I Actually, I've never published other games other than Mage Wars, but I've made a lot of games over the years. I had about about 50 designs here of different things, and um, uh, about uh, seven years ago, I guess, maybe eight years ago, my oldest son, Benjamin, uh, he said, hey, Dad, you're getting older. You've always talked about, you know, publishing a game. You know, when are you going to actually really do that? It's kind of a challenge. I'm like, well, I guess I should go ahead and do that. I go, well, so which one should we do? And uh, anyway, so we, we, picked, we picked Mage Wars, and um, we, we, you know, got it out and started a, a playing it and getting his friends over and, you know, developing it and got very excited about it. And soon a lot of his friends were come over and they stopped playing their other similar card-based games and started playing only that. And I knew we had something great when when we had a, a really good following of about 20 guys coming over to play games on the weekend. And they were giving up their other games to do that, and I was pretty excited. Yeah. Anyways, prior to Mage Wars, I've made a lot of other games, and some of them might, might see publishing some sometime. I'm actually I'm convinced that only like one in a thousand games should ever be published because the publishing <laughs> um, is just so hard to do. It's so difficult, and so that game better be really, really great. But um, uh, Mage Wars is loosely based on a couple other games called Legendary Heroes, a role-playing game, and Legendary Kingdoms, which is like a uh, – a board game, like a risk type game in a fantasy world. And uh, we took pieces from both of them, the spells from Legendary Heroes and the tactical battles from Legendary Kingdoms and made Mage Wars from that. Uh, I've got a, a, a space exploration game called Colony on Rigel Four and an automobile game called automobile martin wallace stole my name but uh <laughs> anyway, so, anyways but Automobile's really good i'm very excited about it. it's got great math in there so anyway some of those games might someday get blown off the shelf and and make it into publishing you know we'll see
0: oh that's awesome man
3: but i've always liked making games since i was a little kid and 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 having fun with that it's it's really exciting to actually have gotten into the game industry, gotten a game published, and and um, we're having a ton of fun doing this. It's been great. I've made so many awesome friends this way and met a lot of great people and getting a chance to actually um, help people play what they want to play. Like, I, I, I feel like Mage Wars captures a lot of flavor and, and feel of fantasy, and it's giving players what they really wanted all along when it came time to want to play a, a card-based um, mage battle game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel super excited about that.
0: Now, you mentioned uh, you've laid in Marvel Comics a few times in this conversation. So do you have just one overall favorite Marvel Comics character? Or is that is that a question that's impossible to answer?
3: <laughs> Man, I'm looking at right now, I've got Marvel Comics statues all across my office here, about 30 of them. And i got tons of comics. And I uh, electronically, I've got every Marvel comic ever made on my computer i just got my kids into reading them too i just love marvel comics but i've been following them since i was a little kid um probably thanos is my favorite character i know he's a bad guy he's just so impressive because he will uh you know he's not he's he's powerful but he will take on godlike beings like mm-hmm. 10 times or a million times his strength and with with him you know and he doesn't have any second thoughts about it and he, his goals are always so great you know i want to get capture all the infinity gems from across the galaxy and then uh, go ahead and make the Infinity Gauntlet, and then you know kill off half the universe to please uh, mistress, mistress Death. What an amazing goal! You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not a good guy, of course. It's just it's just very impressive. He had this one comic in particular, he takes on Odin, uh, you know, Thor's father, and fights him, and that was just a great epic battle. I loved it, and, and Thanos pretty much won that battle, but. So, anyways, and then, and second to him would probably be uh, Namor, the the Submariner. Yeah, I just thought he's a really cool character.
0: That's Marvel's first character ever, right?
3: Well, he he appears in Fantastic Four. Is it number one or two? I can't remember. So he's really early, but he was right there with Fantastic Four. He's one of the very, very first characters. And I think uh, actually, uh, actually, he's in, he's Marvel in Marvel, Marvel Comics one. number
2: one. It's him he's and like the, robotic the, robotic the robotic Human robotic Torch. Human Torch.
3: Yeah, First he actually predates Fantastic Four, right? He's actually yep, been brought yep. back from prior comics, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because they show him getting a shave in the Fantastic Four I'm talking about, where he was found as oh, like a, a bum wandering the streets, and he lost, <laughs> his and that's how they come back to him he, because he existed prior to that in in Marvel comics. So and uh, Doctor Doctor Strange,
2: of oh, course, love, with his
3: magic yeah, I love and sorcery. Doctor Strange. And yep. Dormammu, one of his – I don't even know how you pronounce that, Dormammu, Dormammu. <laughs> that that being that uh, – uh, you know, because like the leader of some extra-dimensional plane and Doctor Strange is always fighting him, he's, he's very cool.
0: Is he like the uh, – he's like a nightmare beast or nightmare demon or something like that, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. Right. He looks like he's on fire. Um, very cool. Yeah, definitely. So anyways – there's tons of others. I mean I just love Marvel comics, but those would probably be the top ones.
0: Yeah, I'm a huge fan of uh The Punisher. I love I love pretty much everything that they've done with him. Um maybe even Franken Pun- Frank, Frank Castle? Frank. Castle Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Even Franken Castle too, I think. Uh, uh, <laughs> if, if you look at the rest of that Earth six 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 realm, uh, you know, Franken Castle's not the biggest leap I think that they did there.
2: That's, that's that's fair. That's yeah. totally fair. <laughs> what Breaking about you? Castle's King Castle's just just fun, though. fun though.
0: Yeah, definitely. What about you, Aaron?
2: Favorite, Favorite Marvel character? character. Um I really love minor characters and that's pretty much in any uh comic book realm. Um so and I realize she's kind of changed since then, but I actually really like the original Spider-Woman. Um she's really cool. Um but my my favorite favorite Marvel character has to be Spider Man. Um, I grew up watching the '90s Spider Man cartoon on TV, yeah. um, and I just I love the character because he's so he's so witty and he's so um, intelligent. And they always make a big like the, the tagline is always you know with great power comes great responsibility. But then you look at like all of his villains, like every one of them is stronger than him. Every one of them. And so it's like the end of the day, that's not what gets it done. It's always something else, you know, whether it's because, you know, he's trying to be fundamentally a good person or he's intelligent. So I really love him. Uh, But lately my wife and I actually got started uh, a comic subscription um, recently. And we've been reading uh, the new She-Hulk, which is easily one of my favorite characters ever, like, the the stuff they do with She Hulk is just fun. She's just a really enjoyable character to read. Yeah, and then is. I've been reading the new Miss Marvel, uh, which has turned into a really great comic.
0: I actually haven't read any of the Miss Marvel stuff, even the even the older Miss Marvel stuff. So, um, I guess on your recommendation, she, when, I'll when,
2: check that out. When they when, well, they... when they brought her back, uh, like in the '90s or whatever, they started doing really cool stuff with her, and she became a cool character. Um, the Miss Marvel now is a completely different character, um, but she's really fun. Like those comics are great.
0: So, great. Well, what about you, Scott?
1: I like Batman. Batman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's DC. No. That's, right. <laughs> that, no, that's, that's right. That's right. No, anyone. You you drew a line, whether you were Marvel or DC, and you can easily get into a (laughs) private school, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. But but Batman Uh, was always, like, neutral grounds, like, what about Batman? Oh oh, yeah, all right, all right, he's okay, he's pretty cool. (laughs) Leave him alone, guys,
0: There's actually a very very recent um, uh, book series that was going on, the the Superior Spider-Man, um, I don't know if you guys have read that at all, but it's, it's a really really good run I thought um, but in it um, <laughs> JJ uh, J Jonah Jameson decides to rig this spider signal on top of the um, town or city council town hall or something like that and so that when uh, when when Otto Octavius is web slinging along the city he sees the big spider signal and he swings by it and he just blows it up and of course he lands and JJ's just I knew you you haven't changed at all you're a menace and this and that and uh what floored me the most was just the deliberate shot they took at batman with that it's just like uh where otto says you know (laughs) you have to be the uh, either the most arrogant hero in the world or just a complete idiot to tell every villain in the city where i'm gonna be at (laughs) at any certain time Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um I thought it was perfect. If you guys haven't read Superior Spider-Man, it's great. It's it's Otto Octavius in Pete Parker's body, yeah. trying to do the best he can, but still is a creep oh, at the end yep. of the game. It's really good.
3: That's interesting well, yeah, I, okay. I'll have check that I out. I grew, yeah. grew up as a
1: DC kid. I loved all comic books. I actually managed the comic book store. I was in high school. Um, and if I, if I had only one character from Marvel that I loved, it would be Captain America. Uh, I just... I loved the, the trials and the tribulations that he had to go through and he always you know, always kept his morals above above the bar. Um he was he was kind of someone to look up to when you were a kid. Um but yeah, I was uh I was spoiled at a very young age. Um the person who ran the uh, owned the comic book shop that, that I managed uh knew a gentleman by the name of Bob and introduced me to him when I was very young. And I got to meet the guy that created Batman. Oh, that's cool. And that was a big, big moment for me in my life. And had a chance to talk to him over dinner, and it was it was really amazing. So um, my whole life I've been a Batman fan, and I will always be a Batman fan. You'll see me from time to time with some Captain America guard because I do, you know, admit that I, I crossed over that line and back across the line sometimes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I fall. <laughs>
3: God, I'm on Amazon right now. Can I buy you this Captain America shirt that that I showed you at Dice Tower Con? I'm on it right now. now. Just say yes and if you promise <laughs> to wear it at Gen Con. I'm clicking purchase. As long as it say yes.
1: It's not your stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's my shirt. This shirt kind of smells and it's got spot in it. <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: well guys, we're we're about right there on time. Uh Brian, do you have anything you'd like to say to the Mage Wars universe before uh we go ahead and call things?
3: Oh my goodness. They asked a big open ended question like that. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, just... it's, it stinks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it happens it <laughs> every, every Oh my <laughs> you guys did not tell me that was gonna happen. Uh no, I just I'm I'm really excited about um the reception that Mage Wars has had. Ooh, we wanted to create an experience so when you play it like flavor's king the most important thing like when we're trying to balance mechanics or come up with new spells is is it flavorful does it feel cool does it feel like you're really a mage in the arena battling and we don't want to put cards in there that are just just cards for the sake of mechanics like draw two extra spells this turn discard one and make your opponent discard one you know never going to see anything like that everything's tied to something real so um, it's just nice to know it seems like that is, has come across well and players are enjoying the experience. And that's what we wanted to be is great, great experience and and keep it that way. We're trying to be really careful what we release. Some things don't make it on time. Um, they get held back, but we're really trying to go for quality and make sure that we've done the right thing. And so, you know, we we will frequently delay things if necessary. So I appreciate the patience that some of our fans have had. A few things have been slowed down to get them right. But um, overall, it seems like it's being well-received, and that's very reinforcing and exciting, and we've got a ton of stuff planned. Um, we're eventually, um, these mages that everyone's been working so hard to create and playing with and having fun with, you want to do more with that character. I mean, that character's come to life, and he's living in those battles, and you tweak him, and you play with him, you live with him, but what else can you do with him? Well, We're going to put out, eventually, a full-fledged role-playing game where you'll be able to take your mage into a real world, and actually, you know, build him up, take him on adventures, you'll use your spells and your abilities in those adventures to complete them, and then you'll get, you know, the ability to upgrade him and make him more powerful, and then that way your mages will actually really come to life, and that's the, the long-term goal, but we're looking at, you know, a couple years down the road before we start talking about stuff like that, so.
0: Oh, wow, I mean, I've been asking for, I, I don't know how many times I've mentioned that on this podcast alone, but that's, That's great. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, Um, awesome. Well, yeah, that's great, man. I know a lot of people are going to be really excited to hear that as well. Yeah. Well, Well, thank you. Great goal to have.
1: Um, now I'm going to get 20 emails tomorrow going, when's the role-playing game coming out? <laughs> I'm sorry, Scott. Yeah, they're you know, all going to be me from me. I, okay. so I spoiled everything <laughs>
3: tonight, I think, just about. That's okay.
1: No, that's, that's good because it's, it's going to be very exciting. So
3: it was a lot of energy and enthusiasm behind Mage Wars. Like, all of us love the game. We love playing the game, and, and, and we're very much involved in it. We care a lot about it. And it's like a, a child. And so I just want to reassure the fans that we're a thousand percent behind it. We've got lots of great plans. We're going to continue to see great things. Uh, this year is a little going a little slower than we wanted. There's a few products have been pushed back, but uh, I also didn't want anyone to get confused with the sheriff of Nottingham coming out about what we're all about, what we're doing. That's why we made that clearly a separate line so we will not confuse our fans or give anyone any consternation or whatever on that we are absolutely thousand percent behind mage wars and super excited with a great future ahead awesome
0: scott aaron anything to add on top of that
1: uh for me just come by uh booth 743 if you're there um you know, stop by, check out all the cool things we got. And uh, like uh, Aaron mentioned before, you know, or Rick mentioned before, just come up and say hi. It's uh, it's always fun to chat and, and meet all the people that uh, we talk to on a weekly basis and who listen to us on a, on a biweekly basis. So it'll be cool to meet everybody.
0: Perfect. Aaron?
1: Sounds great.
2: Uh, I can I concur. <laughs>
0: you're uh, you're you're
1: your, your told you the best. dry is unclease
0: <laughs> it gets me every time as well it's just perfect man um well everybody thank you for listening to another episode of mage wars mondays thank you brian so much for taking the time to talk to us and thank you scott thank you. and aaron for doing this with me again i really appreciate just being along for the ride and uh, you definitely wouldn't want to stop by Arcane Wonders booth at Gen Con. Again, they got a ton of promos. They're giving away an iPad mini if you can best everybody at the tournament. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. So uh, definitely come by and check it out and game on.
3: Thank you. Play more Majors. <laughs>